You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Hey there. Welcome to episode 119. It's the Soul Forge Podcast. Welcome to the Soul Forge, a place of silent mystery, quiet contemplation, and outright mayhem. Join your host, Sean Vanderloo, as he guides you through the adventures of living. Together, we'll talk about life and love, sex and dating, joy and heartache, memories and loss, and so much more. Don't worry, it's not nearly as pretentious as it sounds. Get ready for life, the universe, and everything on The Soul Forge. Hey everybody, it's Sean again. Surprise, this is my podcast after all and you're listening to it. Just like you have week after week after week. This is episode 119, and this week will mark the 10,000, 10,000, I can't say it, say it, say it for me. 10,000? Download this week, because we're at 99.52 as we're recording. So like 10,000 people have downloaded your... Yes, there's been 10,000... Why are you constantly bitching about people not listening to you then? Because that's a small fraction of what the rusted robot has received. Oh, yeah. But the rusted robot's been around for way more years. Uh, three more years. Yeah. Yeah. And nobody likes talking about feelings. Nobody does like talking about feelings. And, and you talk about your feelings on this show. Way too much. Yeah. Hey, who the heck are you, second voice on the podcast? Sorry, my name is Trisha. How do I know you? You you may remember me from such episodes as the Trisha episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Perhaps the uh, um, the Brothers episode. The Mother of My Child episode. Yeah. I don't know. What other episodes do you talk to me on? Talk about me on? Uh, you've been mentioned on a few of them. Quite a, quite a several. <laughs> not all good. Sorry. You don't think not so? Not sorry. <laughs> sorry, not sorry? Oh, I don't know. I'm your ex. It can't all be good, right? There's a reason for that. Uh, it was a different lifetime. Uh, speaking of which. Actually, that is true. Because this See, week... I'm a good partner. You are. I just navigated See? right in there for you. That's good flow. You could almost be a podcast professional. Yeah. Only if I get to dress like this, I'm good. You can. All right. Okay. So what were we doing? This week we were, uh, we were talking as I was delivering the mail. You were, you were messaging me back and forth. Or we were messaging each other back and forth. And we got... How it started. It just does with us. Yes. Being together for nine years gives us quite a flow and a history and uh, shorthand with each other. True. So we were having this in-depth conversation. I'm like, you know what? This would make a great podcast episode because I can't really deliver the mail and text you at the same time and not fall down. I don't believe you. Well. I think you're quite capable. I can. I know you can. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer not to. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yes. You prefer not to, but you could. I could. Okay. I, I've done it before. Yes. So uh, we were having this nice conversation. Yes. And talking about life, the yes. universe and everything, as we do on Soul Forge. Yes. And I thought, why don't I come over this weekend to your lovely home and we'll, uh, we'll record something and see what happens. Sure. And here I am. Yes. And here you are. Yes. And you were uh, surprised that I showed up because you had forgotten. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then you were answering your texts at my door. 
Yep. So, yes, that, that was a surprise. Yeah, can we do so, it Thursday, she said. I have a surprise hairdo. You do? Because you were baking and cleaning. <laughs> yes. Uh, that's why I figured I'd take till Thursday to get prepared for this podcast, because so many people see it. But but I was already here. Yes. So it was too late. You said, come on in. Yes. And surprise. I could have hidden and not answered the door. Your dog would have given you away. But I already said I was baking. Yeah, you did. And you could smell something burning in my oven anyway. <laughs> <laughs> there was a there was a bit of a an odor. <laughs> the smoke billowing from the window. <laughs> that gave it away. Right. Yes, it did. Yeah. So we're sitting here in your dining room with the door wide open because of the smoke and also because it's a nice day and it's warm in here. Yes. So because the oven's on. So if our hear, our listeners hear any ambient sounds such as birds or traffic, dogs, that, dogs, that's what's going on. Fire alarms. That's a potential thing. (laughs) I'm kidding. (laughs) That look of worry on your face was was, hilarious. It it was momentary, but it was there, wasn't it? Oh, goodness. Yeah. So what were we talking about the other day, anyway? You remember? We are talking about other alternate timelines, or in another life. That's right. That's right. Because uh, I was, I was, you were saying something, and it was... We're talking about choices. Yeah. How our choices have got us here. And how life has kind of taken us on this path. And people are a part of our journey. And what if? What if we had stayed on that path? What if we had stayed with that person? What if we had continued on this path? Who would I be? Where would I be? What would we be doing? Because I think about that often. I know you. You always did. Yeah. It's always been a thing. Yeah. And... It's different now, though. Because before you used to think about it in the capacity that if I was... If I didn't do this, I would have more money. I would have a house. I would have good job you now have a house you have had a couple of houses you have a great job with a pension benefits yeah it sucks because you're going through a big change right now but you'll get over it and you know ultimately it's a great job remember when you first started you went from home depot to the post office you tried for so long to get into the post office i did it's all you ever wanted was a good job and now you've got it i do yeah. And now I can't stand it. <laughs> Careful what you wish for. Right? Yeah. That's a whole other episode. That, that is a whole other episode. But on the bright side, I didn't sleep last night. Oh. And I... Uh, Why is it a bright side? Because I, I took that time while I was tossing and turning and being <laughs> mad at myself for not falling back to sleep to build my resume up in my head. Oh. So I haven't actually sat down at the computer and typed it out, but I've got a flow in my head now. To update my resume. Okay. You never really did have the whole foresight of thought. What do you mean? You make decisions and then you just, you know, do them. Oh, because I close my eyes and just crash through the wall? Yeah. It'll be fine. Yeah. Like, for instance, you're building a resume to leave the current job that you have. Possibly. Okay. What, what, it, what do you, let's talk about the benefits of what you have right now. Okay. Full time. Yes. Without full time hours. Uh, yes. Right, so you, you half-ass work. Um, I don't know if I would call it half-ass. Okay, I you may, work half a day. I may not put in all the hours That's right. because I'm efficient at my job, <laughs> but I'm out in... I'm efficient at my job, but I still have to stay there for nine hours a day. True. Lots of people are efficient at their job, Yes. but they have to stay there for several more hours a day. Because with my job, mm-hmm. I start at a certain time, and I work until I'm done, and that... Done time is different every day. How many other people do you know have that? Uh, my coworkers. Yeah, but nobody. Nobody else. Like, think about doctors. They don't just get to do one surgery and then be done with it. No, true enough. 
right? Yeah. Okay, so that's your job job part. Yeah. So let's talk about uh, the money. You make pretty good money. It's decent. And in this day and age, that's not easy to come by. It's not. At all. No, and I've got a pension. Yes. So I'm, I, I'm, Do you know what my pension is per month right now? Zero? $22 a month. Oh. Yeah. Okay. That's, yeah. That's not a lot. <laughs> <laughs> no. no. No, it's not. No. And, you know, pensions are a thing of the past, and you have that. I do. And that's huge. And that's what keeps me at my work. Yes, I totally understand that. We talk about benefits. You have benefits for you and Bishop. Yeah. And any other future endeavors. Right. Uh, you know, if you get married again, mm-hmm. or if you have other kids, or whatever, you have benefits for that. That's true. And that's crazy expensive. So many people right now do not have jobs that offer benefits, or they have a job that doesn't offer the same amount of benefits that you have. Right. That's true. So, what's so, the downside? Um, I, I get soaked in the rain, and my hands are frozen, and I can't move them. That happened twice this past week. Mm. Um, Forty feet of snow. Can for you not wear gloves? Here. In, in the snow time, I can. But in, if it's raining, I can't wear gloves because they just get soaked to or my hands. Or gardening hand. gloves. Gardening gloves. Yeah. Are they waterproof? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh, will they allow me to grip the mail and the flyers? They have little grips on them specifically for that. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Gardening gloves. Yeah. Huh. Look at you with all the solutions. Yeah, well, do you expect anything different? <laughs> not really. Not from you. <laughs> no, that's true. What else? So the shitty weather. Yeah. Uh, what do you do for winter jackets? Do you have to buy them by yourself? No, they're supplied by... What kind of winter jackets? Uh, good quality winter jackets? Like, probably cost me 700 bucks to buy one of those jackets. Oh, I don't know about that much. Hey, though, but, but look good, at those Columbia... Uh, jo- or not the Columbia, the, the Canada ones Canada there. Canada Goose? No, I don't think they're Canada Goose. Goose. Anyway, they're super expensive. And those jackets... If I remember correctly, mm-hmm. you couldn't even wear the winter, winter one. That's true. Because it was too hot. Yes. when I, Because the way it works is we get so many points yes. per hours worked. Yeah. And I, I didn't know, so I ordered the regular parka yeah. and the northern parka. Right. And I think I've worn the northern parka twice, and it was too much. Even in minus 40, it was too much. Right. So, so you have a job that takes care of you physically. Yeah. They, you get a boot allowance. I do. To buy boots. Yeah, it's not enough, but it's there. But you get a boot allowance. Yeah. You don't have to pay for winter clothing. No. You wear a uniform, so you don't have to buy clothes to go to work. And I just get points to go towards those clothes. Right. And I can order whenever I want. Yes. As long as I have How many weeks of vacation do you get paid? Uh, Up to four now, and in two more years, it'll be five weeks a year. Right. I know. So what's your problem exactly? Uh, all the walking. The job would be great if it wasn't for all the walking. But you love walking. Do I, though? You do. I know you say this, but when you think about it, if you didn't walk all day and you had to sit in an office... I'd be 600 pounds. uh, Not only that, you'd hate it. You'd go absolute berserk. Where would you find time to listen to your podcasts? You know what? That's the best part of my job. I know! I, I get to listen to podcasts such as other podcasts here on the ESO Network, just like this podcast for this promo. Hey, Adam Thomas. Yes, Thomas Mariani. You know how there are podcasts about bad movies? Yeah. And also podcasts about good movies? Yeah. Well, what if a podcast could cover both? What? Listen to Double Edge Double Bill, where a random selected yin and yang of a double feature is picked and then picked apart. Now, who came up with this wacky idea? Adam, we did. That's our show. (laughs) 
I'm learning something new every day. Listen to us on the ESO Network and wherever podcasts are available. And all the other podcasts that I listen to. Right. So where, what kind of job do you think that you would have that would afford you all of these wonderful things that you have? Um, I don't have an answer to that. There is no answer to that. That's right. Oh, man. Am mm-hmm. I stuck here for the next 17 years? Well, I don't say stuck. Look at, like, so for instance, you could have a job at a lab where you have to buy your own boots. Mm. They have to be steel-toed boots. They're yeah. upwards of 140 dollars. At least. You have to buy clothes because they are consistently being burned and torn apart and covered in lead. You have to buy uh, hats. You have to buy gloves. You have to buy uh, your own clothes to be absolutely destroyed there. It sounds like you have some familiarity with this kind of place. I do. Why is that? Because <laughs> that's where my current husband works. Oh, your current husband works at a lab. Yeah. And his clothes get wrecked there. Oh, for sure. They get burned. He and gets burned in the face. Oh, really? He has to wear this big mask on his face uh, to protect himself. Okay. And because I have diabetes, he I can't even go see him at work. Oh, no. Because the lead that is on him yeah. could kill me. I did not know this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So let's talk about how bad your job is somewhere. Maybe not. <laughs> well, this isn't where I was expecting this episode to go. <laughs> Well, you always talk about how everybody else has it better. Yes. And always, that's your path. That's, your path has always been, what if I do this? Yeah. So then you go off and do that, and it's shit. It's worse than And what, you hate it. Because we met working at the call center. Yes, and you hated it. Oh, it was soul crushing. <laughs> I, I did it for five years almost, and then... I was turning 30. Yeah. And I'm, I got to apologize. I was a bitch to you for six months <laughs> before I turned 30. Every year before your birthday, for six months, you were an absolute horrendous person. Yeah. You hated your birthday. Because mm-hmm. you didn't have enough. Never. I, and look at these people. They have so much. Look at all that stuff they got. Yeah. And their, their campers and their, their cottages and their trailers and their boats and their And skidoos. it didn't matter how many times I said, okay, what, what if we had a camper? Would we go camping? No. Because you hate it. <laughs> We went on a fishing trip. You brought your Xbox and stayed in the camper in the tri- the camp that we were in for the entire four days. I, I went on the boat once. Once. Yeah. Once. Yeah. So we're going to spend $50,000 on a camper mm-hmm. and <laughs> once you're going to come out. So basically it would be me camping yeah. with the kids because yeah. that's fun. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's so much fun. No. It was all I could do to get you to come and sit on the deck in a fire. Because there was bugs. I had to have, like, off things everywhere. Hey, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> Come on now. Well, once I got you out there, it was just to get you out there. It was fine. But once I got you out there, it was, it was okay. See? It's, it's just to get the momentum under me to get going. But once I'm going... Yes. Yeah. Your son is exactly that. Oh, way. yes, he is. And it drives me insane. So... I'm glad to know that. Yeah. So let's talk about, this is your current choice. This is your current crossroads. So, so I left, I left Teletech mm-hmm. just after I turned 30. Yeah. Because I couldn't stand it anymore. <laughs> you went to Home Depot. I went to Home Depot. And it was worse than Teletech. Mm-hmm. And I was there for a year. Yep. And, and then. And it was awful. You were awful. I was miserable. My God. How I didn't kill you in your sleep is amazing. You probably should have. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> but 
so then, then I got the job at uh, at the post office. Yeah. But it was casual to start with. Yes. So so that happened in in the April. Yeah. And I kept uh, Home Depot until the September, a- and then in September they offered me a. Uh, what but was you it? also worked at the corner store. That's right. I where worked, you got robbed. I I wasn't there when it got robbed. Oh right. But somebody else was. But yes. And she never came back. Right. Yes. Would you? I would have, because I love working at the corner store. <laughs> I would have my own little store. I, I, yeah, you did have fun working there. I loved it. <laughs> yeah, you got yeah. to watch movies all night. Yeah. Because movies could be rented at this store. That's true. That's mm-hmm. old. You are. Throw a movie on and watch yeah. it while I'm serving customers. Yes. Uh, but yeah, so I, I worked casual at the post office for about a year and a half. Yeah. They, they offered me a, uh, a, a contract mm-hmm. uh, for this route. So I quit the post office. Yeah. Started working it. And the day later, they said, oh, you've been bumped. You don't have your route anymore. Right. And I almost died because I just quit my job. <laughs> but then another contract came up. Yes. And I was on that okay. for, for about three months. Yeah. And then I uh, got to go on EI. Yeah. And then uh, after a year and a half of that, I got hired part-time. Yeah. And after 15 months of that, I was finally full-time. Yeah. So I took about... But you worked oh, a lot, though. Like, I did. When you were part-time, you picked oh. up every shift. Well, like, they called you every morning. Yeah. So... That's right. It was easy. Mm-hmm. And it, it was fun at first. I loved it. Yeah. Discovering new areas of town. Yeah. W- w- working my way from box to box to get yeah. rid of the mail. Time myself to see if I could do it faster yes. than the day before. Oh my God, I remember that. And now it's just routine and drudgery. But you've been on the same route for how long? Four and a half years. Okay, so now you get a different route. Maybe Tomo- that'll give you a fresh perspective. Tomorrow I start a brand new route. There you go. Yeah. So I'm- you're now at a crossroad. Yes. So all of this soul forging. Yeah. All of this self-discovery, mm-hmm. all of this learning and seeking to understand, you're, you're at this crossroad where you've been many, many times. I've been here before. And you're preparing your resume because that is your first reaction. Yes. So what are you going to do with this resume? I don't know. I haven't Nothing worked. should be the answer. Nothing? No. Well, I haven't, nothing. I haven't updated my resume in a dozen years. Okay. And what, what could possibly be something that you would be interested in doing at this point in your life? Good question. I was talking to Denise at work about this very thing last week, and she says, Sean, you look miserable. Right? And I'm like, I am. I'm, I'm feeling like I did when I was... Can you about pause this? To, yes, I can pause, pause this right now. Hey, this is Dr. Trek, Larry Nemechek, and you're listening to Soul Forge with Sean Vanderloo. Okay, so you took out your stuff out of the oven. Yes. Everything's okay? Yeah. All right. So Denise says, you, uh, you look like uh, you're miserable. And I said, yes. yeah, it's, it's like when, uh, when I was leaving Teletech. It's soul-crushing, and I can't stand it. And she's like, have you thought about working on the inside? I'm like, no. She said, well, you should put in your name on the transfer list for working on the inside. So you don't have to be outside anymore. You can do the inside stuff. I'm like, well, that's an idea. I don't know if I'd like it or not. And she's like, have you thought about other career options here at Canada Post? And I'm like, I didn't know there were any. Because I'm not bilingual, so I can't be a supervisor. Right. So yes, she, Canada like, Post is 100% bilingual. But she, <clears throat> she said there are um, options for other departments, which I didn't know about, mm-hmm. such as the communications department, where I could be one of the guys who drafts letters to the employees and stuff. Okay. So she's going to look into some things and some options for me to see what else might be available. What about sales? I would like to be the vice president of sales and marketing. I was I was thinking about that this morning when I couldn't sleep. The vice president. Yeah, I don't want to <laughs> just be the, skip to the. <laughs> I don't want to be the president. That's too much responsibility. I could be the middle guy. All right. 
Because I was thinking about this while I couldn't sleep this morning. Yeah. I was like, what do I really like doing? Well, I always liked my marketing class in high school. Oh, there you go. And I watched uh, the Cola Wars on um, maybe the History Channel last night, all about okay. the, the war between Coke and Pepsi and all their advertisements oh, yeah. and stuff. And I'm like, I'd love to be in advertising. There you go. But I'm old now. 43. Okay, but when you think about it, what advertising person do you know who's young? Uh, none. Right. Uh, all the people in the thing were old. Right. But they've been working with the companies forever, though, so... Well, be, you've been with Canada Post for a long time. Twelve years. Yeah. Twelve and a half, yeah. That's, uh, So... Apparently. So you know your market, for sure. I do. You know who gets what flyers. Yes. You know the postal codes. Well, not really, but I can figure them out. Yes. Yes. And there's lots of systems that help you do that, too. That's right. Huh, so cool. So apparently there are options. When I think about trudging through the snow for the next 17 years, it's not a happy thought. No. I could see myself doing it if I had to, if nothing else becomes available and I can't find a job with as good a paycheck yeah. and benefits and whatnot. Yeah. I don't want to. I'd rather open up a little mom and pop shop selling stuff somewhere, but there's no security in that. You'd have to part with your stuff. I'd have to part with my stuff, and I'd probably have to leave Timmins because there's no market here, really. Um, but you never know. Well, yeah. if you had an internet-based store as well as... Yeah, you'd have to have multiple things. Yeah. So... Have a storefront and an internet-based store. I should have wrote that great Canadian novel that I was planning on 25 you years ago. You should have. I should have gone and taught English overseas after I finished university, saved up all that money for five years, and then moved to Hollywood and lived off the savings and tried to become an actor. <laughs> Did I ever tell you that was my original yes, plan? Yes, yes. Many, I, I many times. Don't talk about that too much. Okay. Don't, don't, don't think I've ever mentioned it on the podcast before. But that, that was an idea that I had. Yes, I do recall your so ideas. I would I would live off the the savings, so I didn't have to be a waiter, right? Uh, so I could go to all the auditions, right? Yeah, so that was that was the idea, <laughs> and I never did it because of course I was scared, or there was probably a girl that kept me back or yeah. something. Yes, stupid things I've done for love. <laughs> so you're at a crossroad. I am. And only... So you're every single time you're at this crossroad, you come to this decision making point, and your first reaction is to just leave. That's have to a, get out. Have yeah. To get out. Abandon ship. Yeah. So what are you going to do differently this time? Not abandon ship because <clears> it <throat> never works out because I, I left Teletech. Yeah. And I went to Home Depot and it was worse. Yeah. Going to the post office, I wouldn't say it was worse. No. But you fought for the post office. Yeah. The post office wasn't just a rescue me thing. No. It was something that you sought after. Because I've always been... It took you for a long time. It Remember, is. they didn't even call you for like a year. It, uh, or six months or so? It, it was eight months. There you go. I, I applied yeah. in August, yeah. and then I didn't hear from them for the interview until April. Right. And I'd forgotten I'd even applied. I remember you being shocked that we got the phone call for you to actually go and do something. And I was like, what do you mean? That was like a year, months ago. <laughs> yeah, totally forgot. Yeah. Because I was still a teletech. Yes. And then I accepted the job at the Home Depot. Right. And I'm like, oh, sure. Now, now, now it I all do? comes together. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's either no, all that. or nothing. Well... Home Depot wasn't all. It was one of the places that you applied at the time because you just wanted out of Teletech. And I even took a pay cut yes. to work at Home Depot. I know, I remember. Mm-hmm. I was there, I remember. Because I was, I was the top guy at Teletech. You were? Number one seniority and making the most money as a call uh, center agent. You totally were. Yeah, I didn't even know that for the first year. <laughs> well, because you had transferred in from North Bay before we were even open. Exactly. You were working at the call center in North Bay. That's right. So that's why. Yeah. But yeah. Mm-hmm. And I always wondered, why am I getting all the good chefs, whatever I want? <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I see. Because I didn't know how that worked. Yeah. Yeah, so here we are. So, 
If you had the foresight to see the future, let's say you quit this job because you find a different job. Yeah. You definitely have to take a pay cut. Oh, guaranteed. Yeah. Unless I worked in the mines, and I can't see myself doing that. Right, because the mines would be a certain amount of time. It's usually like two weeks in, two. a week out. Yeah. It's so you'd be gone for two weeks, yeah. and you'd be home for a week. Right. Where you would probably sleep the entire week. Because it's 12-hour shifts yeah. for 14 days in a row, yeah. and I'd be the low guy on the totem pole. Yeah. And I'm old. I'm not one of those 20-year-olds out of high school, so I'd be doing the crap work. Yeah. And in the cold. In the cold. And the rain. Shoveling. Yes. Just garbage. Knee dip, knee deep in mud. Yeah. That's so follow that through. Well, it'd be... It'd be in I'd, the wintertime. I'd make twice as much as I'm making now. But in the wintertime? Yeah. You, where would you be? Miserable. Where would you be? Uh, I don't know. Outside in 40 feet of snow in the 40 degree uh, weather. Yeah, see? Where I am now. And would they provide you with these fantastic clothing that you need to wear? That I don't know. No, they wouldn't. You'd have to go buy your own. Oh, uh, good thing I have all my post office pants. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. You have your post office pants, your post office jacket, which would get ruined in the first day. Probably. You'd be covered in mud from head to toe. That doesn't sound like something I would like. No. So are you saying I should stay at the post office? What I'm saying is you should consider all of your options. Oh, so don't just close my eyes and leap. That's right. Oh, because that gets me into trouble. Well, it, all you have to do is think about what could happen. I don't think you ever think about what could happen. I don't know about that. I think about all the possibilities. Okay. And then I'm like, anything could happen, so I might as well just go. <laughs> Let's see. Let's see which, which timeline turns out. Okay. So in this timeline, you stay. You stay at the post office. Yeah. And you stay walking forever. Yeah. Well, how old are you now? 43, just turned 43 two weeks ago, last okay, week, whatever. So you're eligible to retire at 63? 60. 60? Yeah, well, I can retire at 50 with a reduced pension or at 60 with an unreduced pension. And what's the difference between the two? A bunch of money. Like a lot? Uh, Significant? From what I remember, quite yeah. a bit. So if you retire, you could still work. After 60. At a mom and pop store. After 50 or after 60? Either or. Yeah, I could. You could still, so you'd have your pension and you could work at the same time? Yes. A lot of people do that, actually. That's right. And I've seen a lot of our retired post office guys, and they look more healthy now that they've retired, and they're just doing some part-time job. For sure. For sure. Well, first of all, they're 60. Yeah. And they're still walking. Yeah. That's exhausting. That is. I get it. Mm -hmm. Especially with this northern weather that we have. Like, it can't be, it's not easy. I understand all of that. Exhausted all the time. But you can't just quit. Well, I'm not just going to quit. Okay, but you can't just quit for a part-time piece of shit job. I wouldn't, because i got bills to pay. Yes. So. And because you're teaching our boy things. Responsibility? Yeah, and if you did that and taught him that, it was okay to do that, I would hurt you. Yeah? I would cut you. (laughs) (laughs) Essay? Yes, essay. Uh, That's not something that I would never, ever, ever teach him. No. No, you stay, you put the work in. Until you have a contingency plan. Something Something better. better. Yeah. The only reason you should ever leave a job is for something better. Well, yeah. No, don't yell. Don't, well, yeah. Well, that's why I thought I was leaving Home Depot, because I mm. was, at the call center, I was a phone minion, a phone jockey, just taking calls. Yeah, but it was easy, and you were good at it. Yeah, I was. And you made a boatload of money. Yeah. And you worked exactly what you wanted to work. And you got to sit around and make paper airplanes all day. <laughs> yeah, I did. And drive everybody absolutely crazy. It was the best. It was a super easy job. It was. And then I wanted something with more prestige. So I went to the Home Depot, Home Depot 
to be the <laughs> delivery coordinator. Right. Which sounded like a high fancy yeah, job. Yeah, I remember. And what was it? It was the shit job putting all the orders together for all the idiots who ordered deck parts. And nobody liked it. Nobody could stand it. I was supposed to be the guy in charge of the order pickers, but because of the way things worked, I had to pick the orders and do the phone calls and load the truck. And, Sean, go get some carts out of the parking lot. Sean, go get this off the high shelf. It was, Sean, do this, Sean, do that. I remember. It, it, was, it was not you a You hated it. I hated it. I remember. Yeah. So then I went to the post office. Yes. And worked my way up. Yes. And now here I am, mid-level seniority. Yes. And, uh... At the crossroads, just like you said. So we'll have to see what happens. So other crossroads, other timelines. So in this timeline, you keep this job. Where do you see yourself? I hate that question. Where do you where see, you see yourself, yourself in, five, in years? five years? Like, I up until I think up until our traumatic event. Yeah. I think I could have answered that question. Mm-hmm. And I think the bumper words, make plans but don't plan the outcome. I think that resonated with me, and it still does to this day. I still say that often. Yeah, definitely. Because it just never, nothing was ever the same after that. And I think that make plans and don't plan the outcome is a a good philosophy. It is. I I think that he probably had a traumatic event that... He did. You know... My grandfather. Yeah. He, I wish he was still around, because he would make an excellent uh, subject for a podcast. Yes, he would. The wisdom that he had and the things he had to say. Did you see that post? Uh, I think I posted it about the cafe where you get to go talk to different people. I think and so. And hear their stories. That would be awesome. Right? Well, that's what your podcasting is doing. It's exactly what it's doing. It is. But just having a conversation with someone like who lives in India. Yeah. I, you know, a woman the same age as me. Just to have that conversation and see what her life is like. I would like to go back and talk to younger me. Right. Recently, my mom found a box of stuff, and oh. there was a letter that I wrote to myself okay. when I was, uh, I don't know, I don't remember the date that I found it, but I was very young. Yeah. And I wanted to be a baker, ah. which is hilarious, because I still would love to be a baker. That'd be awesome. And you were baking when I came by. I know. So there you go. Yeah. So, so speaking of younger self. Yes. Knowing me as you have for the last almost 17 years. I know, right? How does... Now, Sean, compared to 27-year-old Sean. We could have this conversation. 27-year-old Sean would have shut right down. Yeah. Yeah, I, we, you were not capable of having a conversation. Probably not. Honesty right. was not your strong suit. I've been working on it. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And it, not just, I don't mean like you were a liar. I mean that you were not honest with your own self. True. Like, and you came by that. Like, your family was very... Um, uh, appeasing, yes. I think is the word I want to use. Okay. Where they just wanted to say everything to make make you feel good. Yeah. And then when you left, they they spoke about it. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. Right. And it, it was very shocking to me because mm-hmm. uh, I didn't know that that was a thing. So. Yeah, that's that's another conversation for another day. I think yeah. for a different podcast. <laughs> yeah. Because we'll we'll wrap this one up now. Okay. But uh, yeah, we could have. Some definitely uh, some more in-depth <laughs> conversations about other topics at a later time. Are you on social media anywhere? Can our listeners find you, or are you a private citizen? Uh, I I like to be private. Are you still on Twitter? Do you still yes. do, do you still do the things? Sometimes, but it's not very friendly. <laughs> that, that's okay. That's my rant. <laughs> yeah. Do you want people to follow you on there? No, I'm good. Okay. Well, we'll leave that alone then. All right. All right. Uh, okay, so thanks for uh, inviting me into your home and being a part of the forge. You, you didn't give me a choice. I didn't. You showed up at my door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I kind of did. 
story of our life, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> Hi, I'm here. Let me in. <laughs> uh, that's right. That's right. All right. Well, thanks for uh, being a part of the conversation. Of course. Listeners, thanks for coming by and listening to our, our rambling chatter. And until next time, remember, everything that happens to me is the best possible thing that could happen to me. This has been another episode of the Soul Forge Podcast. Find us on Twitter at SoulForgePod or email the show via SoulForgePodcast at gmail.com. SoulForge is a production of Sean Vanderloo and Friends. You can find Sean on Twitter and Instagram at Darth Vaderloo. Remember to visit SoulForgePodcast.com for all of our social media links and share the show with everyone you know. Thanks for stopping by the Forge. We'll keep the fires lit until your next visit. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping through Amazon.com or the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.